This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX. Absolutely gorgeous day out there. If you... Uh are in a park and not listening to me, uh, no hard feelings. You can listen on the podcast, which you didn't hear me say because you're in a park. Uh, so a few minutes past 4 p.m., our friend Ma- uh, Megan Shuckleford is here from Michael Kelly's group. So uh, as you said when you walked in, you haven't read or heard the full extent of what the special counsel was saying about President Joe Biden and uh, his uh, mental shortcomings. I think that's a fair way to say it. So for you and for the listeners who don't even know what we're talking about, Special counsel report is out on Joe Biden saying that he willfully uh, withheld these uh, classified documents. They even used the word disclose, although I haven't seen that flushed out yet. But he will not face charges. And uh, Wheels is going to read for you an excerpt about uh, what their findings were. Yeah. So, again, this is just a direct quote from the report said, Mr. Biden's memory also appeared to have significant limitations both at the time he spoke to Zwanitzer in 2017 as evidenced by their recorded conversations and today as evidenced by his recorded interview with our office. Mr. Biden's recorded conversations with Zwanitzer from 2017 are often painfully slow with Mr. Biden struggling to remember events and straining at times to read and relay his own notebook entries. In his interview with our office, Mr. Biden's memory was worse. He did not remember when he was vice president, forgetting on the first day of the interview when his term ended and forgetting on the second day of the interview when his term began. He did not remember even within several years when his son, Bo, died and his memory appeared hazy when describing the Afghanistan debate that was once so important to him. Among other things, he mistakenly said that he had a real difference of opinion with General Carl Eikenberry when, in fact, Eikenberry was an ally with whom Biden cited, who whom Biden cited approvingly in his Thanksgiving memo to President Obama. So, Meg, I feel like this is this is a moment where in a couple of weeks, either we'll be over this and Joe Biden will be the nominee and he'll figure out a way to to handle this or this will be like Gavin Newsom time. Yeah, I don't quite. I mean, listen, how many of these moments have we all had over the course of the last year that none of us remember sitting here today? Way too many to count. Donald Trump has had this, quote unquote, moment. I mean, almost maybe hundreds of times right at this point. So I kind of take it with a grain of salt. I take a lot of this with a grain of salt um, because I think a lot of things um, I can't I have to pause to remember my daughter's birthday every once in a while. She's four. Okay, this isn't decades. 
When you're the vice president, the amount of momentous things that are going on are, are so big that we can't even comprehend, correct? Not to mention this man was a sitting United States senator for decades and an important one previous to that. So I give some leeway on recalling dates, specific events. To me, it's also important. I believe these interviews took place during the beginning of the Israel-Gaza war. Is that correct? Yeah. So, uh, hello, what do you think he's dealing with? His brain is probably not fully focused on the present, like bigger issues occurring. All that being said, so I take a grain of salt with all the memory stuff. I think it's an easy, you know, softball for certain people to point at. Um, If it comes down to the substance of this particular issue, my thought process goes to how did he respond when the government said, you have documents you're not supposed to have? The stark difference between how President Biden responded and how Donald Trump responded says everything you need to know about who they are as men and who they are as leaders. Donald Trump hid, didn't obey, blamed low-level staff at his resort, right? And Joe Biden handed the documents over and complied with an investigation. I think that's a pretty simple way to look at it. Um, You could go back and forth about these two men, how they speak, their memories, their age. They're not far off in age. Um, the things Donald Trump says are way more concerning to me over the last year than uh, Joe Biden. And so I think that if these two men are the choice, that's what a lot of people are going to come down to. Who are you more concerned about if yeah. that's the game we're going to play? And that appears to be the game we're going to play. That's the game the Republicans want to play, which I know we're going to go into is exactly why we are where we are on the border vote. They do not want to play the economy. Because the economy is looking pretty darn good. And that is not in the favor of a single Republican who's running for office or who's currently in office. Um, So I think they're always going to try to direct to these distracting things. Um, And again, if we want to talk memory, what you say in public, do you seem to have a grasp of the issues? I put Biden and Trump next to each other all day long, and I'd happily replay what Trump says. So you were talking about how we've had so many moments that we forget them. Uh, this moment that we just had with the border bill, uh, with Senator Langford, uh, Trump put the kibosh on it. I mean, he says it himself. Mm-hmm. And then Langford talks about that this uh, Jesse Kelly uh, radio show host threatened him. He was mm-hmm. going to ruin him and destroy him. Um, maybe we'll forget about this moment as well. But we talked about yesterday and we talked with Alvin Reed about this in the think tank that I don't want to say like just as a man because it's a bit misogynistic, but just as a person, how do you let someone treat you like that? I mean, you are a U.S. senator. I loved that think tank when Alvin was talking about that. It's like, I mean, man, who lets anyone bully them that way? I mean, children have a bigger spine than these Republicans do. It's embarrassing. You know, I every time I hear them talk about this, I think, wow, what a patriot you are. What a patriot you are. Way to stand up for our country. I'm glad you care about our security so much that you're willing to allow this man to walk all over you, all over your morals, all over your values, all over doing what's right on an issue that you say is the most pressing issue facing this country. So what is it? Are you a coward? What are you? It doesn't make any sense. And I think it's really easy for the voters who are actually going to decide this election, which is not you and I, you know, right. It's not decided people. The people who are going to decide this election are going to be able to look at this issue. They probably do care very much about border security. And they're going to be able to tell who's playing a game for political gain and who actually has an interest in solving a problem. So I am pretty familiar with like the important states. 
Who are the important demographics? Is it like suburban women? I know yes. everyone's important, but who's really the key? Suburban women have proven to be very important over the last few cycles, and that's because they vote. Um, you know, I think it's the more independent. It's not the people like me who are like, hey, I'm a Democrat, right? It's not the people like, hey, I'm MAGA. We are not the ones deciding this election, um, especially those of us who live in a place like Missouri. Yeah, right. uh, so I think it's those people who are, you know, a little more reserved, a little more quiet. They're not posting on Facebook all the time. They're they are actually trying to educate themselves. They're they're looking at the issues. They're watching the news. They're reading in between the lines. Uh, and I think ultimately those kinds of people are never the loudest yeah. in the room. And those are the people who really decide elections. Like yeah. So uh, a lot of what you guys do over there uh, is to run campaigns locally, regionally, nationally. Uh, every campaign is is dirty to some extent. Uh, this year... <laughs> Like I'm, bra- I'm not involved in the business, and I'm bracing myself. It's going to be a doozy. There's yeah. no denying it. It just is. There's no denying it. I mean, I've been bracing myself for it for months, and it's just going to be. There's a lot going on. But I have to say, you guys, I've been watching, rewatching John Adams. Have y'all watched that on HBO? Yeah, yeah, that's phenomenal. The, is that the Giamatti one? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. I love it so much. And you know, I'm watching it, and I'm thinking. Anyone who says we've never been so divided, nonsense. We've always been so divided. We've always had to fight and slog to just keep it going, just to make it happen. I mean, the fact that we're a country in the first place is a miracle. Mm -hmm. So I really like going back and looking at that stuff. And it, to me, helps put into perspective the current environment we're in. I mean, it's a lot crazier. You know, people just say whatever they want. We have the Internet. I mean, things are definitely bonkers. But... We have always been divided. We have yeah. always disagreed. And somehow we've always managed yeah. to somewhat allow common sense to prevail and continue on. So and I that, just hope for that every time. I mean, imagine if they would have had the Internet in 1790, the things they would have been saying about each other. Oh, and they were saying horrible things yeah. about each other. And they were saying horrible things about each other and taking two to three months for that news to reach everybody. <laughs> right. right. So you're hearing these horrible things <laughs> right. way after the yeah. fact that they said it. So yeah, it's you're really mad when you like three months before it to go cold. It's fascinating. Um, let's talk about this state is the freedom caucus helping out your cause the freedom caucus is not is helping everyone but themselves yeah i mean everyone but themselves they're helping common sense republicans they're helping democrats um they're helping people who say we need adults in politics because they are not acting like adults um I don't know when we're going to reach the peak of this performative political nightmare that we're watching um you know, I guess it's when Donald Trump's no longer going to be an entity. That's when it's going to end because pe- everyone, Congress, the state, everyone is performing for this man. And at some point, there's not going to be an end result for them. What are they? They're not going to get what they want from this guy. He does nothing for anybody but himself. So I think it's interesting to watch how far you they're going to go until they realize, like, oh, where where's my gold at the end mm-hmm. of this rainbow? Because it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. On the other side of things, do you think 2024 is the year that, prog- uh, like, far-left progressivism takes a step back as well? Because people uh, like yourself and Michael Kelly and myself will step forward and say, eh, yeah, I let's think, win some elections. I think that really even more than that, what happens all the time is when you've been dealing with one set of ideology or policies— you're going to look around and say, well, what's different, right? And so the progressive movement just at the right time really was offering a lot of, well, here's what's different. 
Eh, they've had some time to try out what's different. Yeah. Mm, we're not really seeing the big results that people want. You know, here in St. Louis, we propose a lot of things that we've seen those play out yeah. in Portland and San Francisco. Yeah. And let me tell you, that didn't go super great out there. And so I just think it always takes time for, you know, the chickens to come home, right? And and when people are like, okay, well, we tried that. That didn't really work. Maybe the answer is somewhere a little yeah. bit more common sense in the middle. I was with uh, someone yesterday who has spent most of her life on the eastern seaboard. Her boyfriend uh, is from the western seaboard, and mm-hmm. they moved to Portland. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't talk a lot about politics, but I assume she's somewhere around where we are. And she was like, it was hell. Yeah. It was absolutely mm-hmm. awful. Whatever you think of uh, MAGA. The the progressive policies are just ruining these cities. And I'm like, so you moved to the murder capital of the world? She's like, yeah, we came to St. Louis. That's how bad Portland was. So Yeah, I think I also have a very, very good friend who spent most of her adult life in San Francisco and moved to Denver last year. And she, you know, it was just you can't afford to buy a house there are people using the bathroom on my front porch you know it's like these are not these are quality of life issues and those still matter no matter what your yeah. ideology is you cannot convince people of an idea if they're having to walk through someone using the bathroom in front of their home you know to convince them like it's just not going to work and yeah. so i do think that people are realizing that uh you know doable attainable common sense approaches usually yield results that people are happy with. Yeah, very good. Anyone else got anything from Meg? All good? You passed the test. Congratulations. All right. Good luck with the rest of the year. Oh, gosh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, DGS 423. Uh, I want to get into a story with Andrew here, a follow-up from yesterday, but first I have to apologize in advance. Uh, Rach isn't feeling well. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. This is the worst day of my life. Rachel's like, I'm done with this. It's gonna show. be okay. It, it's been a <laughs> before, been a fun eight years, but uh, before, like, I think it's out. time for me to say goodbye. Before the show started, for something that we're gonna do tomorrow, Dave was like, you know, I miss having like a machine that can make noises and stuff. I really loved that. You know, the old one broke like five years ago. Can you just like get on Amazon or something and order me? I even just like a like a fart machine or something. And I said, Dave. I can't believe I'm saying this as an adult <laughs> professional at my job, but we actually have a fart machine here in the building already. Well, tell tell everyone how Wheeler rolled it out to us. Well, he came into the studio eating a banana, and then I hear the wettest fart I've ever heard in my life. And I'm thinking to myself, yep, like that. And I'm like, oh, I guess they're farting in front of me now. <laughs> Never. It might be time to jump ship. Never. Yeah, if we do that, Rach... You should definitely walk out the door. Like, I am 32 years old. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Even I was a little taken aback. I mean, honestly, Dave, I, I mean, I don't even come in and just do that to you. You say that like you're a hero. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I guess the point is it's not, it's, 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 it's. I'm uh, not sure what sort of credit you're looking for here. Not really credit, just more, you know. Acknowledgement? Acknowledgement of restraint. Okay. There's I nothing didn't... I love more than when one of you ask for something and I already have it available for you. And this time was the exception. But yeah. You, you this didn't. time, Dave being like, I really yeah. need a fart machine. And I'm I like, had it. Oh. You didn't have it. We have one. But you didn't know like, where it was. I don't even walk in eating a banana and fart in front of Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds like bonus time to me. <laughs> uh, 
Hey, listen. <laughs> okay, so yesterday we uh, Andrew told the story. We have a security guard at the front desk uh, for the next several months. His name is Colin. He's about twelve feet tall. He's a super nice guy, very friendly. And uh, uh, one of our coworkers was talking to him and found out that he really likes everyone, and everyone is very friendly to him except one person, uh, who he described. And it turns out that it was Andrew. Yes. And so Andrew made a couple of attempts of like, "Hey there, Palsy, how are you?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what happened today? So I come in today, and he is fully engaged in the most, like, uh, most in-depth. I knew that was coming. That was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> in-depth, serious conversation with one Amy Marks scores. That's not good. I mean, they are they are chatting up a story, and it's something intense. And so he's like, I know. And she's like, I can't even believe that. And so I stand there for a second. Trying to get in. Holding my... Panera bagel and Panera lemonade, and I'm trying trying to get in and be like, "Hey, look who it is! It's your boy." <laughs> Did you bring him a bagel? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Let's not go crazy here, people. Yeah. Not and trying I, that hard. And he he won't even look over it. He's not even he's not even looking at me. Oh, oh so now it's his problem. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just say, I'm just saying. He's so into it. Like, Andrew's like, who's the rude one now? Oh, victim blaming. No, it's not that. It's not that. I think Amy was. I think Amy sabotaging me. I think Amy was sabotaging me. You think no. that trying to make it right. The conversation they were having was about you? No, but I think she was intentionally taking up his attention so that I couldn't be like, "Hey, hey." So you think she? Play- <laughs> you think that oh, Amy Mark scores author, marathon runner? I mean, she's got a long list of accolades. Doer of good deeds. You think deeds. last night she was like, "I'm going to get in exactly at the same time as Andrew, so I can block him from looking good in front of the security guard." Yes, she's very petty. We know this. <laughs> We know this. I, t- I, I told her. I already accused, I accused her in person. I said, I, I said you did that to sabotage me. And she was like, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> little, little, but I'm an author and marathon runner. No, that was me saying that. Which mm. She wasn't bragging. I'm so just saying you she did, had stuff you, on her mind. You did confront her? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And? And she said that, no, 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 no. She just got to talking to him. <laughs> but. Let me, also, let me help you out. <laughs> but also, they were just getting to know each other. I was like, I want the chance to get to know them. I've been. Do you I, know how listening. humans work? <laughs> Andrew's like, well, this is my one and only chance. Tomorrow, Andrew, you walk in and pull up a chair. Stand there awkwardly holding your Panera. Yeah, for like two minutes, and then I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> they got their own thing going. Do you on. want me to introduce you to him? <laughs> no, I've met him. <laughs> I just feel you like should bring him a soda or something. Tomorrow. I just feel like I'm doing it wrong, and I'm trying to make <laughs> up for it. Bring him, bring him uh, a nice one of those uh, uh, cinnamon bagels. Oh yeah, that's a, that would be a classy move. Yeah, a little bit of yeah, cream that, cheese. Yeah, maybe if a you coffee. don't want to do that, I'll walk with you down to the coffee shop, and we'll buy him a cookie. Well, why oh, are you so right. against he does this? Like cookies. No, it's not even. It's not that. It's just like. I don't want to go too far. I don't want to do too much and then have it be... Get him, get him a Valentine. You don't want to go too far? I'm talking about it, it on the air. I don't want it to be obvious to him that I'm trying to make up for... Being do you know what that thing in front of your mouth is right now? Do you realize? And, and it's probably on the loudspeaker where he's sitting. <laughs> get him a Valentine, bud. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The 4 o'clock hour in the DGS is like when you drive all the way through to Florida and you get to the Florida-Georgia line and you just start going bonkers. Right? You just start losing it. This is too long. It's too long. Mm. (laughs) They're fading in and out. I'm gonna put it all on you. You put it all on me. Stairway. All right. Wheels. All right. So I had a I had an interaction today that was very pleasant. I had a good time with this at the QT. So I stop and I you know I get a drink pretty much every day because it's you know refillable and you keep putting new drinks in there and they stay cold and all that. And uh, as I was getting gas in the car, a guy pulled up in like a I think it was a pickup. It's either a pickup or a van, but it was you know it was a company car. And the guy comes out. He kind of takes a look back at at the car, my car. And then he goes in, and then I go in, and we come out at the same time, and he's like, hey, man, what kind of engine did you get in that thing? <laughs> and we went right into bro car talk, and it was awesome. Some dude I didn't know, never seen before, we just had a neat little back and forth. Like He's like, what are you in there? I'm like, ah, I kind of wimped out, went for the V6, because I'd get too many tickets if I had the V8 and all that. And he goes, man, he goes, I had the V8. He goes, I got a lot of tickets. So I just sold it, and I bought a drag so and I just race on the track. And then I'm like, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> but what I like, did your drag have a spoiler? Yeah. <laughs> but it was really, it was a neat little interaction. I enjoyed it. And I wish there were more of those in general. Because and you'll get that. I don't know how, if, if you guys have had any of those recently where you just somehow you're in a place and there's a common interest and you have that neat little interaction. And you're like, yep. eh, that was very cool. You know what's bad about it, though, is that we, it's so rare these days. Uh, more rare than it used to be that it stands out. Yeah. I mean, just, like the place is having a pleasant conversation with someone in a public place sort of stands out. Do you guys think that's because we're on our phones all the time? I think it's a big part. Cause of it. I don't necessarily think it's like people are less friendly or we're so divided as a country. I don't see that play out in real life that much, but I think the big problem is whenever we have a moment of silence or like you're pumping gas or something, just whip out your phone and see what's going on on social media yeah. rather than, you know, kind of taking yeah. in your surroundings mm-hmm. a little bit more. Like normally I'll have that kind of interaction in only certain specific places, right? Like 
if I'm at a video game store, you'll have that sometimes with another person in there because you you clearly have the same interest, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, happens to me like if we go to like a dog park or whatever because everybody there has dogs. And you're like, oh, yeah. let me pet your dog. I have a bunch of those things. So Jeeps yeah. are a thing with people. Is that a thing with other Jeep people? Oh, my God. Do you guys have a, a wave or anything like that, like 100%. the Corvette people? Yes. Yeah. Kind of a peace sign. Okay. You don't want to go. You don't want to go to hey hey, <laughs> which I did when I first got in. People are like, geez. But you got to do it like cash. Yeah, and then motorcycles. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants you to got talk the hand to you. low, right? Got the hand low. Peace right. sign down low. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which my first couple years, I almost died every single time because I wasn't a good enough rider. <laughs> oh to yeah. To just go yeah. one handed. Did you start to wobble? So I would just be like, hi, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just nodding uh, your head very. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Hello. Because like, when I was when I was a kid, I thought that was the coolest thing. Cause my dad always had Corvettes, mm-hmm. and whenever we'd ride, you you pass another Corvette, and they just hand out the window, big old wave, like, that. hey, yeah, yeah. They didn't know like that. we're big, we're all in the same little club. I always like those things. And then tattoos. That's oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah tat- that's a good point. I can see that. Tattoos are. Uh, I'm sure there are guys who'll be creepy with women about their tattoos, but. Uh, I was in getting microneedling today at uh, Dr. Kathy Moffin's office, and uh, the young lady helping me had a tattoo, and we were talking tattoos. It's like a real, oh, hey, boom, 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 boom. What was this? Well, how did that one yeah. hurt? So, this, Those are really cool icebreakers. I get, yeah. that in, I get a lot with in a sports setting. Yes. You know, like at a ball game or whatever. Oh, because you must you have be the same like interest. a doctor. Once people know who uh, you are and what you do. Well, then when I say stuff, they're like, eh, we don't like that. No. <laughs> no. It, it, and I, I love doing that. Otherwise, people are like, I hate to make you talk about what your work. I'm like, I love talking How about often sports, so do you let's get go. Recognized by your voice. <sighs> How often? Probably like once a month ish. Well, I think it'd be a lot more than that. But it does depend on where I go. Yeah. You know, like not not so much at like the grocery store. Too many people go in and out, all that. But like um the smaller places, like a video game store, they they the guy figured that out like right away. Yeah, and I don't know why. Maybe because I talk about video games so much, or he saw my name too. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he looked me <laughs> He's up. He's like Kevin Wheel. <laughs> Could have been a genius. I had a few of those. <laughs> you had a few of those. Usually it's uh yeah. Like I know how loud you are, Andrew. Back to you. Mm-hmm. You just I can't quit you. You you just intrigue me. So in addition to Amy blocked you from saying hello to your security guard, <laughs> uh, friend block. It's all Amy's fault. Uh, Taylor Swift visited the Cahokia Mounds. Yes, this actually this exact uh, uh, tweet. It's from the jet tracking. Taylor Jet Tracking yeah. account. Which, by the way, that's the same guy the who same was tracking kid. Elon's. Yeah. Yes, oh, was yeah, it the same kid. guy? Yeah. This particular picture has gone super viral as an egregious example of, of her private jet use. Uh, but it said that about, about a week ago, so before she was in Tokyo for her Tokyo concerts, um, she her plane flew from the Cahokia Airport to, like, one of the St. Louis regional, like, the Chesterfield regional airport. Yeah. And it was a 13-minute flight. Yeah. So everybody's like, she flew a 13-minute flight on her on her private jet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it took off from the Cahokia airport. So I'm like... Do we know how long they had in between? Uh, no, it doesn't specify. I mean, there was a 13-minute long flight. Yeah. But I was like, did she go and visit the Cahokia Mounds? See that lovely little museum that they have right there at the mounds? Now, allow me to, to First is stick up for Taylor, because I saw a, a headline about this earlier today, and I wondered if they were connected, and I just looked it up. Um, so she just sold her private jet to a St. Louis company. So they might have been taking it on a test flight or something. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. I bought it. 
Oh, good for you. Well, when now we you have another thing to connect with people with. Yeah. Yeah. Tattoos, yeah, yeah. motorcycles, Jeeps, and private, private jets. jets. You're, doing, you're doing the private jet wave? <laughs> <laughs> I love your jet! <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Yep. I don't, good times. I'm not even sure, though, even if it was just like going from one place to the other, well, you got to take your jet. What are you going to do? Send the jet ahead and drive? What the hell what are you, you saying? I'm saying, like, if she stopped in Cahokia for whatever reason, it doesn't and people are like, she took a 13-minute flight to go to this. Well, what's she supposed to do? Leave the jet behind? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to St. Charles and you're in Cahokia currently. But you your jet's going to go where you're going to go. You know, it's not a, it's not your wife. I'm, you don't yeah, have to I'm take with the Andrew. Jet she with can you. drive to St. Charles and then drive back and get back on the jet. I would. Oh, that's what we're saying. I would. I was truly befuddled by what <laughs> Wheeler was trying to say over there. Ah. Where, where, I, gonna, where I go, my send jet Send your bro. jet to Florida, then drive to meet it? But, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, good show today. Thanks for everyone who called in, especially that first segment where we're talking about talking about politics. We appreciate that. Top of the hour is uh, Total Information PM. Anything to promote there? Michael Calhoun has all the good news. <laughs> That's all you need. You yeah. can, you and then Matt and I will talk sports. Michael Calhoun. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 